Sci-Fi Podcast. I am joined today by Carl, Juan, Phil, and Tyler. Also joining hello. us is our special guest, Jappelfield. Hello, hello. How is everybody doing today? Pretty good. Doing good? I'm still waiting on my next cup of coffee. Dude, same. But why Jappelfield? I'm going to open up with the hard-hitting questions here. It was like... It was... I have red hair, so fair enough. Back in like middle school, somebody instead of calling me Johnny Appleseed, called me Johnny Applefield, and it just kind of stuck. Hmm. I like I that like... a lot. <laughs> For those who don't know, Chapelfield is a mod over at r slash Go Bulls, which is a on it's a Reddit community for USF sports fans. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna get into later a little bit about uh, the different online communities for usf fans uh where you know what makes them different what makes them tick and uh where you go where you can join up uh on reddit or on twitter wherever you want to find red us usf fans that uh, maybe you can uh, fall in line with have friends with be depressed with be depressed with mostly be depressed with. depression is part of the journey for usf fans. <laughs> correct uh, all right but today we're going to start it off with some big news. Uh, USF football just got their new schedule for the season. Mm-hmm. Oh, and boy. it looks like a doozy. <laughs> correct. You could say that. Yeah. Um, what is it with our schedules in November? I mean, I mean yeah. we, <laughs> we knew mostly what it was going to look like. We just needed the conference. All right. And the days and the short weeks. And the triple option hangover on Black Friday. Yeah, that was the thing that immediately stuck out to me. We get the triple option hangover on Black Friday. Well so before we get the- into before we get into all that, <laughs> let me give a rundown of exactly what games are on our schedule. So in order. Saturday, September fifth, we are at Whoa. Texas. What? Just completely skipped over spring game. True. Even spring game is not on the, the Schedule. It's on the football schedule. It's not on the American Athletic Conference football schedule for USF. Okay, but we can't predict who's going to win that because either way, USF. Sure I'm, talking about, I'm talking about games. I'm talking about games during the season. It's a spring season. That's during. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. Practice. 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 Talking about so practice. practice. <laughs> All right. We got the spring game. Yeah. When is it? April In spring. <laughs> I'm not yet announced. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm literally reading off the American thing. <laughs> okay. Well, that wasn't on the American thing, so we added. Yeah. All right. Duh. Bleh. Bleh. Not a fan. All right. So we got the spring game, and then we care about real sports here. So uh, we got Whoa. Saturday, September 5th at Texas. Yeah, uh, bullseye, bullseye cast on the road. Chances are we're mm. going to be on the road for that game. Should be a fun time if we can Speak get a recording yourself. going. At least someone will be there. I'll we be there. Live podcast. I'll be there for sure. Um, right. um, then we got Bethune Cookman coming in to Tampa Bay on Saturday, September 12th. We do. Followed by Nevada the next week. Then we come down to sunny Boca Raton for the uh, FAU game, September 26th. That's my little brother. Texas birthday. not sunny? No, Texas, no cares okay, Texas, Texas, sunny. Texas known for the sun? No. I don't know. They're known for pushing high school high school athletes hard. Boca's known. Um, yeah, Boca Boca is known for the for the sun and the beach. That's literally <laughs> what they're known for, aside from old people driving off of 
uh, into the ocean or something. <laughs> well, I need um, people, people driving off into the ocean. It's too it's sunny. Pretty there. It's too, too bright. Sunny, out. I can't see. Uh, exactly. Then we go to Cincinnati, October third. Uh, ECU comes back to Tampa Bay, October tenth. Um, I love the little pirate war we have. We yeah, use battle just for the booty. Yeah, mm-hmm. battle for the booty. <laughs> I do enjoy battling for booty. Then we go to Temple, and that's a game's always a 50-50 split. We have no idea what's going to go on. That That's mm-hmm. October 17th, and we always hate the number 17, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Tulsa comes to USF Friday, October 29th. That game is on ESPN. Or, no, it's on an ESPN network. Yeah, I guess we'll find it's out a eventually. Game. It's a weeknight game. Yeah, Friday. Um, hey, no then Thursday we're at, schedule. Yeah, no Thursday games. Uh, then we're at Memphis Saturday, November 7th. At Houston Saturday, November 14th. That's an ugly back-to-back right there. Yeah, mm. honestly. Yeah. Memphis is going to be... Okay, so Temple, Not as ugly Tulsa... As used to be. Temple, Tulsa, Memphis, Houston is a difficult stretch because Temple, I already... We'll, we'll go over predictions later, but... Um, Tulsa's due for a good year, aren't they? They look. They they look like no. they're starting to put it together. All supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they if they'll ever the develop favor. a defense, I th- I have them pinned down as a win for us. Memphis is you know that game is going to be very difficult. Um, Houston is always a, a crapshoot. We don't know what's going to go on there, uh, but we're playing at Houston, um, so I'm putting it as an L. Uh, then Navy comes to Tampa November 21st, and then we finish up the season uh, by. Uh, Playing those bastards from Orlando, uh, the Chinese culprits, UCF, uh, Friday, November 27th, also on ESPN. UCF employees leaking United States secrets. Don't you love it? Glorious. Can they go one week without doing something legal? You know they probably invented coronavirus. Yikes. They were trying to make s'mores. Uh, it's just what happens. Yeah. One opinion. All right. Well, we all know what happened the last time Navy came to Tampa. Well, we also <laughs> had a guy named um, Flowers. The only memory back. I have of Navy coming <laughs> to Tampa. One doesn't retain losses very well. Un- let me guess. Undefeated. He retains <laughs> alcohol very well. Oh. Yes. Undefeated oh, never lost. Undefeated never <laughs> lost. That is very true. Can't that needs to be your play. new Twitter name. But yeah, we beat Navy the last time they came here, I think. Um, but let's so, also remember. I only with, remember with the no time shred- with Willie Taggart. If they came another time, it is not a time I remember. With with been scrubbed. Absolutely, absolutely no shred of an offense. Um, I think I think we can pull off the ups. Well, I'm, technically it's an upset for us because we were four and eight, but so was Houston. Um, no Derry King. Uh, no uh, really good uh lineman whose name escapes me. Um, At Oliver. Yes. Go Bills. Uh, what a waste. So I don't think they're gonna yeah. I don't think they're gonna be as good and as scary as they have been the last couple of years. Should be interesting. We'll talk about predictions later. Let's uh let's talk about this new recruit we just got. Alright, so you're right. We did just sign a brand new recruit uh from Vero Beach his he's an inside linebacker his name is Davon Hicks um he's a verbal commit for the 2021 class dude is 6 foot 185 so shorter smaller guy 
or inside linebacker. Maybe we'll move him to outside because maybe he's got that speed. Um, it's too early for, for recruiting rankings, but uh, he had offers from Iowa State, Coastal Carolina, and Colorado State. Yeah, Iowa State is a pretty good offer. Iowa yeah, State's that's, a pretty good offer. That's the, They're usually a tough out in the Big 12. That's the, Matt Campbell's been doing some work with that program. I'm excited to see where they go. They, they were good I got for a like one or two good upsets a year. They, they used to be. Now they're legitimately good. I mean, I got a chance to actually watch them watch them play this year. They're they're a fun team. So that that's a pretty big uh, what? offer. So if we can keep them, I mean, obviously, Phil went to Jack Trice. Oh, beautiful stadium, and but um, I would put that know, in a top ten place to watch a game. Oh, I I I absolutely love it. But you know that's. Now we are we're still a long way away from even the early signing period, so there is going to be some work to keep him, you know, to keep him signed. But we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be good. Uh, while at Vero Beach, uh, he was a key member of the defense. Uh, had eighty nine tackles, two and a half sacks, four interceptions, and a fumble recovery. He had a pick six. I think. I th- honestly, I don't see you know how you can get defensive guys and ever have a problem. I think he needs to get a bit. Get a bit bigger if he wants to stay at inside linebacker, uh, but he might be too small for the position. Maybe you move him to to safety or maybe outside linebacker, depending on how fast he is. In general, uh, though, that that's just the move from high school to college. Though you're always going to have to bulk up a little bit. Yeah, of course, of course. But being only six feet, I'm also only six feet tall. Damn. You know, <laughs> for those who don't know, Juan is about as big as a Smurf. Yeah, who said only? What only is six feet? Is six feet? Is six feet tall now? Yeah, Who's taller than six feet in this chat? Is not me. Isn't Phil taller than me? Five eleven. Exactly. exactly six feet. Alright. Tall. <laughs> and I'm nowhere. I'm, I'm nowhere near. No, it sounds like if three people in the chat are six feet, we're average. Yeah, we're nowhere near a D one inside linebacker. Right. So Davon Hicks is. All right. Maybe you just got to get. I don't know. I'm not listen. I'm not, I'm no expert. I just am trying to. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to learn from uh, from last week what these guys need to do to get bigger. But yeah, but I think he'll. I think he'll be a really good, really good recruit. He's our second linebacker of the 2021 class so far. It's, it's a good start for Jeff Scott. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens here, but it's an encouraging start for sure. Yep. All right. Moving on. What did, was there anything left for football? And predictions, if we want to do them. Yeah, I think we should do predictions. We could include our predictions. Do we think we're bowl eligible next year? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> yes. Um, what do you mean? So by next, what do you, do you next year mean? Twenty twenty one, or do you mean after this current season? No, I'm I'm considering next. Year. So when I say next year, I mean this upcoming. Or do we go to a bowl game in twenty? Okay, so let's let's that's a good transition into predictions. I'll go I'll go first with mine, then you guys can follow uh follow me. Okay. So these these are my predictions for for the twenty twenty season. Uh, the spring Which, games and the spring game, the green team wins. Ooh, I don't know who's ooh, on. That's, I, that's, I, an, up, that's an upset and a half. Listen, you guys had to include it, so now we got to include it. Uh, we're gonna go to Texas and we're gonna lose. Then we're gonna come home. We're gonna beat. Bethune Cookman and Nevada go down to Boca and beat FAU. Come home and lose to Cincinnati. Uh, 
beat ECU, lose to Temple, beat Tulsa, lose to Memphis, lose to Houston, beat Navy, lose to UCF. That gives us a six and six record, making us bowl eligible. That's a reasonable prediction. Um, I guess uh, I guess I could go. Overall, I have I have a six and six. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna. We're not winning in Austin. We beat Tim Cookman in Nevada. We lose in Boca Raton and Cincinnati. BBCU lose to Temple. Beat Tulsa. Get slaughtered at Memphis. I'm gonna say we. Put it together, and we beat either Houston or C. I'm going to say Houston. I think that's the more likely pick, but I think we'll beat one team this year we're not supposed to, and then we'll also beat Navy. Get six and six. Tyler, next. Someone go before me. I'm looking something up. Sorry. Okay. Oh, Carl, go. Okay. Um. So for the spring game, uh, I predict beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I, I, I I realized I forgot the spring game. I'm going to six points. Let's see. Uh, Texas, that's a loss. Let's see. The student Cookman, we should win that. Nevada, I think I think we'll we'll win that one, but I feel like it's going to be closer for absolutely no reason. Like like we we treat them lightly, even though we're not any good. Yes, kind right. of. Yeah. I am really torn on FAU. That one might be a lot closer than we want it to be. That might be like it comes down to who has the ball last. Yeah, it'll be a great I, game. I just think we're gonna win. I think I think we're gonna win as well. I think Willie's gonna struggle with his offense the first couple of weeks, and it's they're not gonna get it going soon enough. Uh, Cincinnati, that should be a bloodbath. We'll beat ECU. We'll return the favor at Temple this year for some reason. Uh, beat Tulane, lose lose to Memphis. Uh, take the over at Houston. <laughs> I like that that's what you're you're gonna laugh at. Carl, we don't play Tulane this year. Uh Tulsa. I meant Tulsa there. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're yeah. <laughs> Look, they sound like each other and I'm tired. Why do you think I'm drinking coffee? Because uh, you always drink coffee. Well, yes, but besides that, beat Navy lose to UCF. Did you skip Houston or am I just crazy? <clears throat> I took the over okay. Houston. Okay. Uh spring that game. Uh Somebody in football pads will win that game. Uh, <laughs> hot hey, I mean, hot they, usually, they usually play for like a steak dinner or something. I don't care what they play for. Just um, Texas, I have it down as a loss, but a small part of me wants to bet $5 <laughs> on Texas losing because Texas losing. Um, this is true. They're also they're, not they're, great. They're good. They're always good for a bad loss every year. Um, that's the best part could, about Texas. They have that bad loss that always puts them out of contention for anything important. Is and Texas not, back? No. Quality loss. Resoundly. Yes. For the memes. Um, yes. <laughs> Lots of horn memes. Um, Bethune Cookman, that's a W, most likely. But, you know, make me say things. Uh, <laughs> We're going to keep that on record forever. Hey, Nevada, we... Yeah, Nevada should... Should be a W. I don't know much about Nevada, but I mean they're white and blue, so pretty lame. I, th- I actually think we lose to FAU. Um, I don't think we're ready for them. TBH, um, a la SMU spanking us and then being spanked by FAU. Um, so, Daddy Owls <laughs> at Cincy. I think it's close, but we like lose uh, eventually. ECU will be probably like scary again because whatever um but we beat ecu 
Uh, we lose to Temple. Not, uh, yeah, Temple. Um, probably beat Tulsa. Um, lose to Memphis. That's a hard L. Um, and I think we pull out a win at Houston. Uh, I have no idea what to think about Navy, but probably lose. Um, and I think uh, too soon to beat UCF, even though I want us to. So what's your final record? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I think I added them at five and seven. Okay. It seems like a lot of us have them going five and seven. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, all right, you ready for the all-in bowling? No. <laughs> yes, give me your <laughs> way too optimistic bullshit. This is here. yeah. Preface that with this is optimistic, a but little. it's a little wildly <laughs> optimistic. Thirteen and zero, baby. No, okay, including well, baby. Not, never lost. <laughs> <laughs> so Texas fourteen and zero. You forgot for some reason. I just have a feeling. I wanted to change it to a loss, but I I couldn't. Bethune Cookman win. Nevada win. FAU win. Although I think it's actually pretty close. Cincy, we're not going to beat Cincy in Cincy. It's just it's not happening. ECU is a win. Temple, yeah, we're not winning at Temple. Tulsa win. And then <clears throat> I think we beat Memphis and lose to Houston. I think a couple of you had it flipped. But what I was looking up before was they put out those FPI rankings and Memphis isn't in the top five of the group of five. They're lower than 52nd. Huh. So. Okay, well, you can take those FBI rankings. I know, I know. Shove, shove them. I know. it. Because they've gone to the freaking uh, championship every year for like three years. I understand, but they also lost their coach. That is I, true. It's that just. True. So I wanted to pick Houston or Memphis. It just Memphis, because they lost their coach, gives me more hope, I guess. And lose to Houston. Losing the quarterback? What? Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know, man. This is my predictions, okay? They might be shit. They're probably shit. That's what we're good for. <laughs> that um, takes is our uh, game, baby. But lose at Navy, and I will never predict a loss to UCF, so we beat UCF. Okay, well, I like so, play at Navy, so. Sorry, lose home to Navy. And win against UCF, and that puts the way too optimistic at eight and four. Incredible! What a, what a Absolutely thing. incredible. We uh, Chapelfield, you're up. All right, I have lost at Texas. Uh, we then win the next three, so we because you know it just would be USF football to give ourselves a ton of hope at the beginning of the year. So let's start three and one. Then a loss to Cincinnati. Win at EC, win versus ECU. Uh, lost to Temple. Win versus Tulsa. Then we lose the next three, and then man, we better what beats the. All right. So what is what's your final? What is that final record? Uh, six and six. All right, six and six gets us bowling. I like to hear it. Uh, that's Wait, it so for. Do we, so do we win the bowl game? For you bowl eligible people. Uh, it depends who we play and where it is. If it's, it's probably at Ray J, Ray, if we're six and six. Yeah, if it's, Ray J. If it's no, the yeah, they're not, no, I I guarantee that they uh they will not have us again. No, give us give us back to the Birmingham Bowl and we'll go. We'll be back at six and six. Birmingham yeah. Bowl isn't a good bowl game anymore. Yeah, no. it's the only bowl game. It's not. 
six and six. But they, team, they took, didn't they take Cincinnati? <laughs> didn't Cincinnati get stuck going to the yeah. Birmingham Bowl? Oh, did they really? The Birmingham Bowl. Oh, Dang. well then. The, the comp. All right. So if you're six and six, where do you get sent? Hawaii. Oh. Saint Peter, no, not oh, Saint Petersburg anymore. Uh, probably raging. Well, there's a second. There's a there's the Cure Bowl as well, and then there's the Boca Bowl. Oh, the Boca Bowl. Let's go to the Boca Bowl. I think they usually put a better, better team. Than going to Orlando for a bowl game. Cherry better Bundy, than sixty-six. Baby. Uh, it was like Marshall versus. I'm ex- I'm expecting the Cure Bowl. No, Marshall played UCF. Oh, uh, Marshall played yeah. UCF. Gasparilla. That was the Gasparilla Bowl. Thanks for nothing, Marshall. Listen, they beat us and then lost to C the year later. I'm, I'm not, I don't know what to think of Marshall anymore. That's it for football, psych. That's it for USF football. And with that said, we're going to dive right in deep into the snake pit. Why is it always so gotta beautiful. be snake? It's so beautiful. Um, first things first. We have breaking news. SJ Green has been traded to the XFL Vipers in exchange for Corey Toomer. The boy is coming home, lads. Okay, who is this guy? What do you mean? Tyler, if you want to... Uh, Tyler, I know you you know him very, very well if you want to bring... He's an ex-USF wide receiver who went and dominated the Canadian Football League. Ooh, Canadian. What, what years did he play for USF? Oh, I don't know off the top. Anywhere from 07 to 13. That is Tyler's memory uh, stand. True. That's probably why I don't know. Well, he signed. Okay, so he signed with Montreal in 2007. So he probably played before that at USF. Senior in 06. So 03 to 06. All right, there you go. Uh, he was also a New York Jet for a little bit. Um, but yeah, so he was a Montreal Alouette. Uh, played for the same team that. Um, Chad Oshosinko played for when he left the NFL to go to Canada and then never return. But it's good to it's good to have another USF name uh, on the Vipers. Um, the next step, you know, is to is to start Q, obviously, and then sign uh, sign some more USF boys. Tyree, yeah, Tyree. Cough, cough. yeah, need them for sure. We need them. We need guys who can catch footballs. Um, <clears throat> so that's about the only good news we have for about uh, about. Uh, the Vipers this week. They are yeah. a terrible, terrible football team. <laughs> no, 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 no. There we go. Another defense the Viperinos, the Viperinos are a good enough football team. They're a bad, boring football team. Yes. And they're a poorly coached God, that was awful. Team. Yeah, that really was. Holy crap. Half, two and a half minutes Mark left. Mark Tresman is let's, so bad. Two and a half minutes left. Let's, 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 let's Let's punt. Let's punt. We gotta punch it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, and then and then and then he and then he goes and calls a slow developing downfield play that you know they're going to be blitzing you here. They want to rush you. Come on, that's our best play. That's our best play. We're going to go with the best play. Fucking sack. I I would like to say, S J Green had ten thousand two hundred and twenty two yards. And 60 touchdowns receiving in the CFL. Yeah, that's really, really good. Put him next to next to Horn and Truesdale, and I think you've got a really, really solid core of guys who can catch footballs. Yeah, I was gonna say, who's gonna throw it? I mean, put put away our put away our we want to for just one moment. There is no possible way 
any of these quarterbacks on this roster are going to have any sort of success when they're yanked after two drives. Like, I've never seen this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, all right. So I'm going to add on to this. So as USF fans, we obviously want to see you. We also know that he deserves to be uh, the starting quarterback after everything he's been through. That said, Taylor Cornelius, he did have a bad game. He did throw uh, 27 times for only 16 completions on 154 yards and two picks. But Q came in. He was three of seven and threw a pick also. The pick six. The pick six. And it, it was the turning point in the game where we were up and then all of a sudden, even though we didn't score touchdowns, we were we had a lead. Well, they scored touchdowns. Hey. Just, oh, just no uh, offensive touchdowns. Hey, touchdown. Yeah. It's We're single still singular. Game. Yes. We have half the points of, of the next team above us. We are The defense is really good. But yes. the defense, as we learned with, you know, all these, all these really good defensive USF teams we had, you don't have the offense to back it up. You're Does gonna it just, really matter? Doesn't matter. The running backs aren't half bad either, to be fair. No, the running uh, yeah. backs are, are top. Are, it's probably the top tandem in the league. If we had a passing game, they often the, if we had any resemblance of a passing game, the running game would be the best in the league by the next two teams combined. Both our running backs are in the top 10 for, for rushing yards in a game. And then, you know, it's just, it's, it's just unfortunate. I don't know what they have to do to get in the end zone, but when you, in week one, have the, have the best... New coach, but it's not get so cute. Do we have to wait the touch line. I think he's got two more games. If there's no improvement, he's gone. That I think that's a I think that's fair. Well, especially remember in the XFL, it's only a ten game, right? Game. I don't know. I just like this team was projected to to it was one of the teams projected to win the whole thing, and to start out zero and two, uh, that's a fifth of your games done uh, gone. So Ooh, I don't know. did you see? Did you see that quote by one of the players? We're this close to being two and zero. They're not entirely wrong. No, um, they're not. The, every game that they've that has that they've been part of so far, both of them have been <laughs> winnable games if you don't just screw everything up. But we also have to keep in mind we're not playing the heavy hitters in the league. The Guardians and Seattle may end up in the bottom half of the league with us. Yeah. Right. The Guardians. Yeah, we haven't even seen the rough. Yeah, I mean the Guardians got blanked. They're the first team in XFL history to not score any points. Luckily, that wasn't us last week against them. But we lost yeah. to them. Yeah, we lost to them. <laughs> so, I'm just saying okay. for the record books. I, um, how is a team with Florida athletes? There's not that many Florida. Well, because Mark, well, first of all, Mark Tress was out running a Florida style offense. I'm not sure what the not style of offense it, it, what's, is. Bears. <laughs> you know, the, uh, it, you're not wrong. Not that wrong. Look, it, mm-hmm. lo- it frankly, it looks like a Big Ten offense. Should we, should we go run and go grab Jay Cutler and his, and his, uh, and press and let him be quarterback? Oh, oh, God. Better don't quarterback, even, Aaron Murray or Mitchell Trubisky? Trubisky. <laughs> Trubisky. That's not even close. close. Trubisky. Trubisky, Trubisky was passable enough to actually make the playoffs one year. Uh, All right, maybe, better maybe. better quarterback, Murray or Rex Grossman? Oh, Grossman. Neither right, have done anything. <laughs> I wonder how old Grossman is. I wonder if we can get him. Wait, you're talking about the guy in 
Murray, who literally had five turnovers in an AAF game. And the guy who's probably going to be quarterback one when he gets Okay, I, he's still bad. <laughs> okay, Rex Grossman is only 39. We can do it. Ooh. <laughs> it could be like a longest guard that can uh, the very end when that old dude comes in. Brucey. Plus, he's a I'll University of Florida kid. So he fits the mold. I don't know. I'm I'm we're rambling at this point. Yeah, we're we're rambling. Oh, okay. I have a I have a poll that I put up. It was what are you a fan of first? Option one, Quentin Flowers. Option two, Tampa Bay Vipers. Now, thirty-nine people, round up to forty. Forty people completed the poll. You guys want to guess how many people voted for each as a percentage? Ninety. As a percentage? Thirty six to four. Seventeen percent. Seventy, right? 80-20. Okay. Quinton Flowers, 87.2%. Tampa Bay Vipers, 12.8%. The only so. reason that at least our followers are watching these games is to watch Q play. I mean, which we are a that's... USF podcast. Right, we're a USF podcast, so the bias is there, clearly. <laughs> but, and we'll always recognize our bias, this is very much not scientific. We cannot emphasize enough we are not a right. journalist. scientism. Is anyone in here even a Vipers fan without Quinton Flowers getting drafted? Yeah. I think Probably I would be. Really. Tyler, I think if I think if Quinton Flowers went to any other team, you'd be rooting for rooting for either him or BJ on another team. I don't think you'd be a Vipers fan. I'd still root for the Vipers. Just because of the home team? Yeah. I still right, root for I, the Bucks, even though they're not my main NFL team. If Q, I'll, I'll say it right now, if Q wasn't on this team, uh, I would be rooting for the for New York because I'm a New York sports fan. Um, <clears throat> plus, you know, I just I just, I just don't get it, man. I, you got to start Q in the next game. If you don't start Q in the next game at home, they won't. At they in won't. Tampa, I know they won't, but you got to. You <laughs> saying yes, to. but they won't. He had his shot. Or what? And no, whether didn't. it's right. No, I'm gonna no, I'm listen gonna. because whether or not you think it's fair, because it's not. I agree. That's the chance that Tressman gave him. I don't think he's getting a bigger one. No, and I, I that that I agree with. Like, if that what that wasn't a chance though, and if it was the chance Tre- he's gonna get, if that's what Tressman's gonna call the chance uh, that he's gonna get, then Tres- then Tressman needs to just walk away from the job right now because he has absolutely no idea what he's working with. I mean, that's what we're all saying. Where, what I want to know though, and Tyler, you said this plenty of times over the weekend. Like for me, I'm okay to use not the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. We we see some of these ideas that we heard all training camp about how they were going to use his athletic ability. They wanted him to be the quarterback. This is a league that is specifically built to be very offense centric. What? And this is actually we why to where are the creative plays that. We that the rules have been designed lip service. To allow. I'm I'm yeah. I'm convinced it was I lip mean, service by Tressman. I I'm starting to agree because look, we saw in that first game, even when Q was coming in motion, that opened up something up for running back because they had to respect Q's ability to have them like. You don't even have to give them the ball. You don't even have to have any intention on the ball. They were in the red zone. If he's just on the field. That's all you The only hope that I have left in that respect is that the reason they didn't do it last week 
is because he was the backup quarterback and they didn't want to get him hurt. That's the only plausible explanation that will give Tressman any leeway in my mind. The reason they weren't running those special packages is because they didn't want to lose both QBs. I still don't think that's the reason, but maybe we'll see next week if we have three quarterbacks again. Have we seen a double forward pass yet? No. No. Out of the entire league? No. No. I still stand by that that is a trick play the coaches are still working out the kinks on. Yeah, I just, like, if I'm if I'm Vince McMahon, right? If I'm the owner of the league and I'm a control freak like Vince is, and I I tell the league that I want to see these plays run, that's why I'm including them in the rules. That's going to differentiate us from the NFL. And I don't see coaches implementing them. I'm starting to get a little bit a little bit mad. Granted, the ratings are really really good for the XFL right now, and I don't think people are actually missing not having the double forward pass. And that's but no, see that that's just it, Brian. I think that. I think that it's fine that they're not that they they're not doing the gimmicks in the first place right now in in this case because it, the games are good the ratings are good the, and the honest is thinking okay this is good enough by itself without the gimmicks if the gimmicks come in then it's even better but right it, there's there, there's still establishing a base game that audiences like so if it gets thrown in as uh, trick plays later on this season. That'll be fine because then they'll be starting to use the gimmicks. It's like, okay, we sh- we've shown it can already work. Now here's a little bit extra to throw it over the edge, right? And and so far, I'm really liking all the rule changes. I like how how quick the halftime is, especially a 10 minute halftime has been amazing. I don't need an entire show dedicated to things I've already seen during the game. That's that was a huge waste. I'm glad it's a 10 minute halftime there. Um, okay, so. The kickoffs, the kickoffs are, are awesome. awesome. I think the NFL should take that 100%. You I know, think we're, we're going to see the NFL take that very soon. There's a lot there that it's is really, really genius. good. I'm just waiting for everything to be implemented. You know, I'm like really excited for it. <clears throat> that being said, I put out another poll that said, which quarterback with Florida ties would you want leading the Vipers next season? So let's say Murray makes it through the season. Q's like, all right, screw this. I'm out of here. I'll go play in Canada for the Alouettes, and hone my craft. <clears throat> and uh, we, we're in search of new quarterbacks. Um, these are the options I gave. Tim Tebow, Lake Bortles, Mike White, and Garrett Gilbert. There's I only know. ever going to be one uh, dominant response on that, Ryan. Come on. Okay, but there's a surprise second response that I wasn't expecting. Garrett so, Gilbert? No. So Tim Tebow, had 61% of the vote. Expected. He's never coming back to football, by the way. The Mets pay him way too much to do nothing. Plus, he's got the cushy, cushy, cushy ESPN job and a ton of other stuff that he is working on. He's never going to come back to football. Plus, he's getting a little older. Blake Bortles, I thought, was interesting. Plus, it would get... Uh, you know, I don't... This is, this, is, this is a Tampa Bay team, but I definitely think that UCF fans are invested in this team like they, they were are. for the Apollos. So I put Blake Bortles on here, and honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing him. I think he's a better quarterback, uh, at least on paper, than anybody else we have. Um, Mike White had the second highest uh, amount of votes here. What's that uh, voted for? Twenty six point five percent of the vote. That's not Mike surprising, White. honestly, because Mike White is a very good quarterback, and 
he just didn't get the shot he needed at USF because it wasn't the kind of offense he needed. Right. He honed his craft at Western Kentucky, and now he's on the Jets. Well, he's... Is he on the Jets now? Yeah, he's currently on the Jets. He was with Um, the Cowboys forever. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he was. But his... uh, Assuming... I think he's only 26 or 27, so his contract's going to come up soon. Let's say nobody signs. He can go play at... um, he can go play in the XFL. And you know who would be the perfect spot for him with the coach like Tressman in an offense where he doesn't have to move around a lot, uh, can just toss a football? Mike White would be a good fit for, for the XFL Vipers. And I'm, I'm very surprised that it, it had higher votes than both Bortles and Gilbert combined. Uh, I expect the Tebow to be number one. Garrett Gilbert, who was the uh, Orlando Apollos quarterback, really uh, did a decent job there, although it was more of the rushing attack that, uh, that made them great. He had 10% of the vote. All these guys are guys that I'd be okay with seeing the Vipers personally. I think I'd like Blake Bortles over the other th- uh, other three. Mike White, a close second, then Gilbert. I don't think Tebow ever plays again. Plus, I love him on the Mets, LGM. Just but trade for there... BJ Daniels. <laughs> yeah, that's an option, too. They could trade for BJ Daniels. Obviously, they're open to trading for USF guys. And, you know, I don't know, I don't know how you tank in the XFL. Like, uh, who's going to even be in the, in the pool for the, for the draft? We have no idea. I want to see how an XFL draft looks. I would think they would have to uh, wait for the NFL draft to get done. Well, yeah, they will, I'm sure. I just wonder what the player pool looks like. Is it just everyone who's not on an active NFL roster? or? What? I would... So? Well, no, because okay. So here's the thing: they can take they can take high school graduates in the XFL. There's no rule that says that they can't have uh, I don't they can't know have high school happens. graduates. Well, if you're a high school graduate and you decide, well, I don't really need college. I'm just gonna get paid in the XFL, and then if I'm good enough in the XFL, I'm go right to the NFL, or I stay and get paid. You know, they get paid pretty, pretty, pretty well for you know if you're coming out of out of out of high school, you're making I think minimum in the league is two hundred thousand dollars a year. I don't know. You're not going to get the top guys. I don't think. Oh, you never are. No, but this is the XFL. I don't think you're going to get those top guys. I know, Period. but the but then the guys who are going to want to come are you going to be your three stars and four stars? Are those guys really going to be able to thrive in the XFL, or sh- they probably should go to college? <laughs> no, I'm not saying they should do or shouldn't do. I'm just saying it's a possibility. I guess. All right. Um, Chapelfield, any insight on the XFL before we move on? Uh, not really. It was kind of rough watching that last game. Don't know if I'll be able to watch the next one, but we'll see. <laughs> Fair. How 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 packed do you think Raymond James is going to be on Saturday? Is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Two. What do you think? Over over or under fifteen k? Over. Over. I think it'll be over just because yeah. the first one. Seattle, if they keep, I know they're way better, if they keep but jerk- they got 30K. I think we can manage 20. If they jerk around to another game, though, don't expect that crowd to be back. For the Do you think the crowd would go game. just to boo Tressman out of the stadium? Yes, at this so, point. Have you met Tampa? Have you met Tampa? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so... If you're going to go to the game this weekend, I posted some fun little printable flyers on our Twitter page. Uh, they're all in support of Quentin Flowers getting the starting job, um, and they have our little logo on the bottom. Uh, one says Flowers Power, 
I know this says start Q in big bold letters. Uh, I support flowers, hashtag free Q, hashtag start Q. And then I made two more. Uh, I have let Q cook, you know, the famous catchphrase. Yeah, you know, classic. And uh, hashtag let Q cook three times on a, on a white piece of paper. So yeah, I, if you print those out and you and you uh, snap a picture and you send it to our Twitter, or you put it on our uh, our Discord. We'll uh, we'll give you a big shout out on the on the show, and we'll give you a shout out on on the Twitter. And then, if the game goes badly, you can fold them into paper airplanes and throw them at Trustman, or light them on fire. Whatever, whatever makes you happy. Uh, it's your paper, <laughs> your printer, and it's up to you what you do with it. We're not responsible. But yeah, so that's it for the Snake Pit. Uh, you guys want to talk baseball and softball? Yeah, but uh, bad in uh, bad in ball sports aren't going well. I'll give more pass though to uh, softball. Getting at their schedule's been absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's, there's been quite a few ranked teams. Let's start with softball then, Bill. If you want to lead us off with uh, what what's exactly going on there. So, um, as we mentioned last, they had kind of a rough week uh, at home to start with you know lost Illinois State. Solid team. Fresno State, who's receiving votes. Michigan, who's number 14. Georgia State got canceled. Number seven, Florida. Then they followed it up with uh, St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational, which is arguably one of the biggest and best collegiate softball tournaments around. And uh, who did they play there? Number 16, Oklahoma State. Number nine, Alabama. Number 17, Texas Tech. Number 15, Georgia. And number two, UCLA. Um, they took two out of three, though, or, or two wins of three losses to Clearwater, so really kind of a respectable showing. Uh, lost 5-1 to Oklahoma State, 9-1 to Bama. They did lose 15-2 to UCLA. They did beat number 17, Texas Tech, 3-0, which absolutely savage moment on Twitter. Uh, one of the Texas Tech uh, players puts on Twitter the how she got out of the pickle pretty much by diving at the knees of the shortstop and rolling to the bag almost and saying it's like, oh, uh, what pretty much what a great play. Uh, Brooke Hartman on the USF with the three-run bomb in the game for the Bulls pretty much just puts on Twitter the video of her home run saying, hey, I appreciate the wake-up call. He was pretty uh, upset about that video, so that was a nice little bit of banter. With the Georgia game, uh, one 2 nothing, a complete game from uh, Georgina Korik. She not only threw a complete game, but she also hit the two-run bomb uh, the runs for the bowl show. She not drove in all the runs and didn't give up a single run on the. It's like our personal circle, Noah so Syndergaard. That, I love it. Give her the gold glove now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that was pretty incredible. Uh, like I said, UCLA didn't go very well, but they were also playing number two in the country. They so. are the defensive champs too. All in all, when you play these teams in non-conference, though, when we play some schools in conference, so like when we play our. You know, Memphis is decent, Houston's decent, Wichita's good, ECU's not great, Pulse's okay, UConn's okay. All these teams went compared to top 15 teams. It's just going to help mm-hmm. them get the conference. Yep. Oh, man. All right, so I don't, I don't watch a lot of, a lot of softball, but I know, uh, I know, uh, know Jafflefield, you're, you're pretty interested. Uh, any, any insight you can give based on history and things where – uh, this team could turn it around. It's just the right now. It's just a matter of getting bats on the balls and getting some offense. It seems like you know the USF newspaper, the Oracle, pointed out that the problem even last year on a team that 
won the conference championship. So we'll see. You know, that win versus Texas Tech gave them some confidence and it seemed to help propel them to that win versus Georgia. So we'll see how it goes with the next few games. Yeah, that's what we have. This is just probably the most rough schedule I've seen to start a year in almost any sport. You're playing, what, six or seven ranked teams and you beat two of them. So that's, no, that's kind of impressive. Um, They played five top 20 teams. That's just, it's brutal, man. It's absolutely brutal. Uh, Hopefully, you know, with games against Tennessee and FIU, uh, FGCU and Rutgers, you know, we can we can get some of these wins back. I think, you know, after a start like this, you have to look deep inside yourself and say, hey, the people that we played might have been better than us on that day. But we're going to take all that fuel and put it into a fire, and we're going to crush every team for the rest of the season because we're better than them. And we're going to prove that we're just as good as any of those teams who beat us um, before conference play. And then, uh, hopefully in conference play, we, you know, we get on a hot streak and win some great conference games. I'm, I mean, traditionally with this team, they always start, they always start at home, USF Rawlings Invitational, which is always Georgia, Michigan, Illinois State, which are all very solid programs. So they typically come out of there with two or three wins, maybe 500. They then always go to Clearwater. So they're, they usually, they're usually about, maybe two or three games under 500 every year out of the gate simply because they just get the crap kicked out of them by a top 15 team. And then we're usually one of the toughest outs in the conference. I mean, we've either won, we've been competitive for the conference regular season and tournament titles the last couple of years. So this is, these are the games you want to play in conference because it's also, what was it with soccer this year where we got rewarded by at large bid because we played a brutal mm-hmm. Uh Talk to me about baseball. We are two and two. Two and three now. We, two and three. Two and four USF now. has to update their website. No, two and three, because we've only played five five games in the last five days. Now, we, we lost to... Uh... Oh, yeah, no, you're right. We were, we were two and one coming out of America. Yeah. And we just lost to FSU less than an hour or two ago. Uh, so that was final score, seven to three. We were winning three to nothing at the beginning of the game, so. But they are the number twelve team in the country. Oh man! All right, so, so it's not it's not working out for either of our teams right now. Uh, losing to Florida State. I mean, we were in Tallahassee, so maybe that one was a wash anyway. Um, that's five games in five days in two different cities, though. That's ten. It's days. tough. I mean, this is the MLB, so. And in fairness, our pitch. Staff did show out pretty well yeah. against Maris. He had a couple bad innings here and there, but you know, a twelve inning loss where you know we had the winning run on third, uh, extra innings win, and then a four two win. So the pitching more or less did its job, which is what you expect out of a Billy Mole team. The problem, and I'm going to say, it's probably the same problem softball has. They just can't drive in runs at big times. They just cannot get that clutch hit to you know get in in going or to really. Yeah, I'll get things going. In the first inning today against Florida State, we were up by one, two on, two out. You know, a single's going to at least bring in a second run. And, you know, we can't do anything yep. with it. Even FA, FAMU yesterday, it just seemed like a, one bad inning and it was enough for them to win the game. Kind of feels like the Rays from a couple years ago where 
you know, the pitching solid, but if you look at any sort of run, they didn't have the offense to to really get it back. Can it just be can it just be a case of early season getting our legs underneath us before we go on a run here? Yeah. It, it could be. They're looking to atone because last year last year they somehow were a Florida baseball school that didn't qualify for an eight team tournament when there's only nine teams in the league. Oof. Yeah, it's... so you gotta you gotta get on a revenge tour here. Um we've got Northeastern coming up, then Miami, then uh, Northwestern. That's kind of confusing. Um, though I guarantee you, as soon as this is Northwestern, Carl's ears perked up. Um, <laughs> one of the polls has Miami as I will number give... one in the country. So that'll be an hmm. interesting game. And that game's in Coral Gables. Yep. Jeez, I don't think we win that one. It's baseball. Oh, you never know. I will give Billy Molson credit here, though. He's playing. He put together a pretty tough schedule. Um, and that's the interesting thing with college baseball, because usually you know, your ace is going to throw on Friday, your second pitcher on Saturday, third on Sunday. When you get these midweek games against Miami, neither team's throwing their ace. So while Miami's going to have a much deeper starting rotation, we will, you're not going to see their ace. So get on, get them on a couple of innings early, or a couple runs early. Teams tend to pull their starters on midweek games quicker, because that's their game where they want to get their bench some innings. So if you want to pull off an upset that's going to really mean something come selection time, that's how you do it. You get a, to score a couple runs early on a big team. I know just do that on a team that's struggling offensively. But if you score early, get into their bullpen where they're trying to see what Would they you have say maybe that's, that's how you going up 3 nothing against FSU would be a similar situation? <laughs> 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 yeah, but then your then your pitching has to uh, then your pitching has to of course you know not give up three innings. Yeah, that's the problem with going up against their weak midweek starter. We're also throwing that same midweek starter. Oh yeah, I'm not saying we're throwing our starter, but the one more what I'm trying to go to is even last year we beat Florida in a midweek game and we ran Florida mm-hmm. out of Tampa. They were number five last year at that game. You never know what you're going to get with these midweek games. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Again, I think uh, to me it just seems like we'll hopefully get some wins, uh, get on some kind of run here before. Uh, it'd be nice to to sweep Northeastern and then go play Miami. Um, with some confidence. see what happens there. One more thing with baseball. Sure. Uh, the lifetime alumni, or I don't know if it's just lifetime, but at least for the alumni association, they're having their appreciation game. Against Tulane the day before the spring game, April seventh. So, yay, free drink. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, go get it drunk April seventeenth uh, with the alumni association. That'll be fun for sure. Yep. Um, USF basketball. How are we looking? How are the men looking? Tough week. Hmm. Yeah. Tough week. They, in fairness, they played a really good Houston team very well. However, unfortunate for them is we're we're getting past the point of moral victories and we need to start winning these. But comparatively, we lost 68-49 to Houston on the road. Two weeks later, we lost 62-58. And covered. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have some nightmares about some of those. Oh, we covered in the best <laughs> yeah. way possible. That that was fantastic. So for those of you who didn't watch the game, we were what a five point underdog. And we go down by six, 
with the game's over, you know, Houston's just shooting their free throws. There's about three seconds left. Houston was never going to guard it. Hugh doesn't stop playing, drives down, puts in a layup, cover the spread. Sure did. He left well the done. <laughs> That's one of the bad beats of the century right there. Tell me, Phil, what happened when we played a much worse basketball team later in the week? Uh, we're, we're getting to that one where we put up, you know, the lowest amount of points in a half yeah. program. So it's, it's hard to look back at the Houston game and not see that game as well for me because it's just that Houston game was so positive and so wonderful and then they just follow it up yeah. with a bomb. I mean, the Houston game they, had a good turnout. Throw out that first 20. True. They throw out that first 20 minutes and it was a great game but unfortunately when you score 11 points in the first half how do you even do that? Like just for reference and I know this is a different level of, I know this is a much different level of basketball, but my intramural team put up 30 points in a first half. You did not. And we're you not did not just team. do that. You did not. <laughs> I no, you did not. <laughs> but it's, I'm, all, I'm trying, all I'm trying to say is 11 points in a half. I think you'd be lucky to all. score two. That's all I'm trying to say. I think we all would. Sorry, boys. I couldn't help myself. Oh, yeah. No, if, if we scored two. Yeah, we, we've done I just need like to know, know what is this USF basketball team? What are I they honestly, supposed to be? Are they supposed to be entropy. good? Are they supposed to be bad? Entropy learning. It's learning, but it's like it's one week Memphis. The purest form of entropy. The week before that you beat UCF by a significant margin. And then you you have a very close game with Houston and then throw throw the worst game probably of the season against Tulsa before Wichita State. And they are chaos incarnate. Yeah. Which I've seen Wichita State play in person, and they, well, in fairness, you know, they're good at shooting the three. We're relatively good at defending the three, so that should be interesting. But uh, I, I don't know what to think of the team anymore. I still think if they can find a way to correct some of these errors, they're still going to be a tough out in the A's tournament. But yeah. This just feels like a wasted year. You lose two of, of year, your top players. It is pretty much going to be a wasted year. Yeah, I, I know, and uh, and a lot of it is, you know, there's only so much you can do about injury. They're pl- even in the Tulsa game. What's very encouraging for me, they're playing hard. Like this is never an F, a matter of effort. So Zach, Daw- or, uh, Zach Dawson, I think he also missed the Houston game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so he missed the Houston game. So we beat Memphis and. Almost Houston without him. He played okay against Tulsa, but nobody looking at the stats really played that great. Yeah, it's just it's it's like it's chaos. It's absolute chaos. Um, at the beginning of the year, when they started losing games, the state by six after you know dominating for most of the game, uh, beating FAU by two points, and then getting decimated by SMU, then beating Connecticut, like. This whole year, if you look at it from a bird's eye view, has been this way. We're a weird, weird basketball team. And I think what they're built for this year is ruining other people's chances rather than creating. Yeah, so I think that's spoiler. what we're going to be this year is play spoiler and ruin other people's lives rather than uh, dwell on the fact that, that our lives are ruined. Just nice. I will. You know what would be the ultimate way to ruin somebody else's life, though? Just, you know, do whatever we're doing till conference tournament. Get absolutely hot. 
find a way to win the tournament and steal one of the NCAA tournament first because we'd be. So I got a quick question for you. What? No, what yeah. What high. are you smoking out there? <laughs> I want some. <laughs> right. That Oklahoma Kush. Hey, I, I. Hey, I did. I did preface this by saying what a way that would disrupt somebody yeah, else's I, season. Yeah. Think about what a way that you're getting high right now. Are we a CBI team this year? No, and I don't think we should accept an invite to CBI even if we a CBA it. team maybe. Uh, maybe. I think the Phil's CBD on the team. CBD team. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh. <laughs> what is CBA? <laughs> I, that's why. That's well, why I meant CBD. Well, what the hell is CBA? Shut up. Uh, women's <laughs> basketball tomorrow night. We play the Knights. How are we looking going into this game? We should beat them. Hey, we got a big win at Tulane. I mean, what was it? Two podcasts ago, you were saying we could we could drop to both Temple, Tulane, and UConn. Massacre Temple beat Tulane on the road, which is a massive win. Was up at halftime against UConn, and then UConn, UConn just woke up. Yeah. And we just didn't. Yeah. We just did. We played well against UConn. Don't have the depth to beat them right, which is unfortunate. But we played awful the first time against the. So we'll yeah, I mean, if if not for this UConn game being in the in between uh, this these this Temple and Tulane game, uh, I feel like USF would be riding kind of a high going into into the war and I four. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, they might be anyway because they played right. Well. So they hopefully, should be. Yeah, hopefully we have that momentum. We should should walk away with a with a W, even if it's close. Uh, but U UCF is uh, technically one up above us, even though we're tied. We're tied in the conference, so who, it's really whoever wins this game is uh, second. We play. control our destiny. Isn't for there a third team in the that we're tied with? Yeah. Cincinnati well, we is is eight and four because they won today. We do control destiny, though. We also so. have to win. We also have to win. Because we're sitting at seven and four, Tulane's sitting at seven and five for the five seed right now. So we have to win to keep a game above them. Even though, do you know what basketball has? If we if we win both games, we have a tiebreaker, or is that not a thing? I know if we win out, we have the two seed. So draw from that what you will. I haven't looked at the schedule to know how. But how if we how if we how do if we win out because Cincinnati's eight. Seven and four, and we don't see since. Uh, we probably have a tiebreaker. I don't know. I saw it on Twitter that we control. I can try to look it up where I saw it. I mean, I I, I trust you. I was just, I was just curious. No, nah, it's it's. I have no idea either. It, maybe it's something we'll look up. Um, but yeah, so I I trust Tyler. I think we if we control our own destiny here, we gotta beat UCF. Um. Absolutely must win game. Then we have Memphis, East Carolina, SMU. Um, if it's if we have to play UConn last game of the season, uh, and we happen to be number two, that could be you know a look at things to come. It'd be very very nice to get USF's like first ever win against UConn before we have to play them in the in the in the playoffs if we get to the finals. I do want to touch on that uh, after the game because this is UConn's last year in the conference. That uh, Jose did uh, did confirm that we will start a home and home in two years with UConn. So in two years we'll go to them, and three years they'll come to us. So this rivalry is going to take, and I say rivalry because that's what I saw on Twitter. But this series is going to take a bit of a hiatus, and then it's going to be back, which I think we all knew. Just the respect that Jose mm -hmm. and Gino have for each yeah. other. That's always going to be another it's like the civil game. conflict but real <laughs> yes 
Do they? Did they ever no. find that trophy? No. It's buried upon the sands of time. For good. Luckily. For good reason. Um. All right. So that's that's basketball. And that's baseball. Anything else on the docket before we jump into our conversation of the week? Let's have a moment of silence for University of Miami. Oh Miami, yeah, <laughs> who lost nineteen to two? Nineteen to two. Well, from what I heard, from what I heard, Miami was only able to bring eight skaters for that game because most of them had exams. Which I think at that point, like, just forfeit the game because when you have eight players, that's asking somebody to get hurt. That's asking something to happen. Which I. 19 to 2, and I think they had what 75 shots on goal. Yeah, it's something like or that. Something yeah. along those lines. It was absolutely astronomical. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you even ever replicate that again. It's just how do you even how do you even take that many shots? Like 75 shots on goal. Just wow. And I mean, I, I saw some people on Twitter going at things like, "Why are you trying to? Why you're running up the score almost?" And USF hockey can answer. It's like, look. We're still trying to qualify for nationals directly. I think they're pretty much in at this point because top two advance. But it, there's still one more rank to come out before that's decided. And what's one of the tiebreakers? Goal differentials. So they were going to score because they want to make sure they're going to go to Dallas for nationals, which I, I think they're going. Yeah, for sure. And uh, on behalf of the podcast, I donated some cash to them for them to make that trip. Whoa. Nice. Yeah, Same. yeah. We we'll be following their journey. Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully they make it. I'll be putting the donation link on on this podcast, and I'll pin it for the week uh, when the show goes up. Um, but yeah, definitely follow USF Hockey. They are potentially the best team, uh, best club team at USF. Um, truly, truly great guys. Uh, in fact. Uh, in the next coming weeks, we have a surprise guest from the USF hockey team who we will reveal uh, in the following weeks. <sighs> All right, so let's jump right in to the meat and potatoes of the episode. We came, we asked Jappelfield to come on uh, for a purpose. We're going to be talking about the online communities and differences um, available to USF fans and alumni. Now, Chapelfield, you are a um, a moderator on Reddit for uh, r slash Go Bulls. How long have you been a mod there? Uh, about March or February of last year. But the, okay, so it's like your one year anniversary coming up. Kind of, yeah. The sub itself is going to be three years old in September. And what what differentiates r slash Go Bulls from uh, let's say? other usf subreddits because i know there are a few well the primary one is going to be our usf that's mostly your your academic questions there's there's a big um shit post thing going on right now about ducks <laughs> yeah i'm not kidding it, <laughs> it's kind of started with somebody posting about wanting to eat a duck and Talk about wanting to hunt, hunt a duck, and now it's, it's turned into people are taking pictures of the ducks on RUSF or, um, or making memes about it. It's so it's kind of wild to watch. Are these the, the famous yeah. USF ducks? Those Muscovies. Yeah. I feel like our students are really bored if we're memeing about ducks. 
But then again, when I was there, being about squirrels. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys do you guys remember the squirrels that uh, ride the electric? Yes. Yeah. That was that was a good week. I was in the library and it went dark. I was so was I. I was I was five seconds from walking or like five thirty seconds away from uh from walking into an elevator. <laughs> oh Jesus! That would that would have been hilarious. Uh, I was just in my dorm. Oh man, that's great. That's so great. You should have walked in the elevator. That would have been a story for sure. All right. So going back. So all right. So if there's other if there's other um, USF subreddits, what do you go to go uh, slash go bulls for? Athletics. It, this is, it's no, that's our USF. That, oh, our sorry. Go bulls is, uh, is a purely athletic subreddit for USF. Um, whereas RUSF would be more of like a catch-all for anything else. And even then, like, we didn't, Argo Bulls didn't start as an offshoot of RUSF. There's been, for years now, the big college football subreddit, RCFB. Which oh, is, yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's good, like 700,000 subscribers plus. Got lots of great content, um, you know, Big off-season shit posting, and then um, you know they send reporters out are... to games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had somebody at the national championship. Um, they've been doing a a a, a flag exchange for college game day, where you know, kind of like the the um, Washington State flag, old crimson, um, gets shipped around from college game day location to location. They've started doing that with RCFB as well. Um, we started off as an offshoot of that, and I it's you know not to stereotype redditors too much, but the you know there's always those anti-sports people, mm-hmm. so that's kind of it was a just one of some random game thread, and you know we just discussed let's start a subreddit, and so we did, and that's. That's how our goals came to be. I love it. Um, so, as someone who uh, I'm not new to Reddit, but I'm new to I'm new to r slash goals. Um, I've mostly just been on Twitter uh, my whole USF career, uh, shit talking with fans. Um, what do you think the differ if if any are differentiating components uh, being on on the Twitter fan base and the Reddit fan? At least when RCFB was smaller, it was shit talking was more for fun than to be like deliberately like hateful or whatever. Or you know, there would be it, it. There's there's some really funny stuff that would happen. There's all you know. There's so, always something going on on RCFB, and then the Argo Bulls also kind of became a catch-all for anything else USF athletics because. While RCFB is like seven hundred thousand plus these days, there is the the college basketball subreddit, which is while it's not doesn't seem as active as RCFB, it it has like over a million subscribers. Mm-hmm. But then any other sport, it's just not the next biggest one. Probably is our college baseball, and that's maybe like fifteen thousand at most. So it's it there's just not a lot going on on those forums. All right, so maybe because maybe a benefit of being smaller is is really that you're not gonna get 
the the people just being mean to each other for no reason. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get uh, a ton of crazy disagreements. You know, I'm looking I'm looking through uh, the subreddit right now, and uh, it's definitely in a growing phase for sure. Um, oh yeah, the number one post from the last year uh, is the Charlie Strong is gone upvote party. Yep. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did you see he got hired at uh, Alabama? Yeah, so Charlie yeah. Strong to Alabama. What do we think about Charlie Strong to Alabama? It's not us, yay. How? I'm not surprised. Charlie Strong goes to... I mean, alright, so Nick Saban always hires coaches who uh, who don't have the best track record but do have very specialized skills. I have a very specific and where where Charlie Strong fails as a co- as a head coach, he's a very good defensive coordinator and a very good defensive mind. Right. So he's he's going to be a defensive analyst, for Alabama, which is really probably his perfect job. When he was at USF, he wasn't inspiring. He blamed the players. He was a, a kind of a huge mess as a as a head coach. But his defenses were usually pretty good. Now he brings those skills and things that he learned to to Alabama, and um, I think the tide just keeps rolling. I don't know whether I don't know whether or not uh, Saban even needs him, but it gives him a place to go. Uh, hopefully, he learns a little bit more about head coaching from from Nick Saban. Agreed. You know what? Good, good, good for him. Like I said multiple times, nothing personal against Charlie. So, you know, hopefully, yep. he'll do well. Yeah. Anything anything else you wanted to add, Chapelfield, about uh the subreddit and um what makes it special? I mean, you're you're right, we are definitely in a growing phase. It's we've been consistently growing like a few subscribers like a week. Um and I've been just I know it's just lock you know, keeping track it's it's allowed me to really keep track of more sports because I didn't start my online fandom through Twitter. I I started as some lurker on Reddit and then eventually found RCFB and um so now here I am trying to just you know I I'm constantly trying to find something to post on our on Argo Bulls. So I it's you know, I used to pretty much just only care about football when I was a student and now here I am I went to i've been going to a ba- at least one baseball game for the last couple of years and i even went you know i've gone to more um basketball games as a as an alumni now than as a student so it's been interesting to see and you know it's i've been starting to recognize usernames and you know we're we're just a small little community that's just having fun and making the most of a Four and eight season. All right, I do. I do appreciate the golf love on. That's that's just me. The yeah, they're having a hell of a year too. And they just finished third at the Gator Invitational, which is nothing to sneeze at. Meanwhile, well, that that little school in Orlando needed to finish Country Club bottom. School. Man. Country Club School. Country that's, Club School. Yep, that school in Orlando. They were they were in last place after the second round. But man, Wichita State just decided they really ha- needed to have a bad day, and so unfortunately, we can only celebrate that that team in Orlando only finished second to last instead of last. Sometimes that's worse because you don't get the number one draft pick. That is true. 
Wichita State went, hey, we're in last, we might as well go for it. And I imagine they were just trying to bomb everything. <laughs> and that's why they started <laughs> playing so poorly. So I appreciate send. The full send. Full send. Now, also, while, while we're on golf, uh, shout out to Golf Day 1, the uh, Old Friends Invitational at Tampa Palms uh, Country Club. They beat the second place team by 20 strokes. Um, not too many of the big teams were there, but it's no good warm-up tournament then when you win by 20 strokes. Yep. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's wrap it up here with um, some questions. But first, I want everyone who is a listener of this show to go check out uh, on Reddit r slash um, GoBulls. It is a really, really great place that takes all the USF news and puts it in one spot. Jeffield works his ass off putting on every single possible link you can find. Uh, it's a really good like RSS feed of news for USF uh, sports and athletics. Uh, the community on there is growing, and it, I definitely think it's going to be special uh, very, very soon. So definitely go check it out. I'm going to be putting the link uh, in our description for the show, and uh, I'll also have it on the Twitter. But let's finish up this show with some questions. Uh, all right, so the first pregunta is our weekly questions with Heath. Eventually, yeah, eventually I'll uh, come up with a name and make it its own segment. But for right now, it's just part of this regular question segment. Heath asks, with the early struggles of USF baseball, they've called you to help the team. What's your walkout music? Heath also adds that... Wait, that's a reasonable Yeah, Heath adds that... Doja Cat's Moo with three O's exclamation point, uh, which you should go look up if you are unversed in art. All right, Heath, um, we're going to answer your question. So the question basically is, uh, what's your walkout music for, for baseball? Who wants to go first? I'll go. So I'm, I'm going to go with two, one for a batter and one for a pitcher because the pitcher gets a longer walkup. If I'm a pitcher, I'm going with the uh, Renegade by Stick, and I'm making sure that I start war. I'm starting my warm up pitches right as the uh, right as the beat drops. And then if I'm a hitter, I'm gonna go with Kryptonite because it's first down. I like it, Tyler. Baby Shark. I've heard it enough. Everybody else needs to suffer with it. <laughs> Always play some Disney music like they did before the C game in basketball. Yep. Uh, Carl. Shot down in flames because that's what I would be every time. Uh, Doppelfield, you can answer the question. Uh, I'm going to go Luke Combs, Beer Never Broke My Heart. <laughs> Correct. Solid. Solid. <laughs> All right. I have two. One's a joke answer, one's a real answer. Um, my joke answer is I want to get better by the bleachers. And my real answer is, uh, uh, is, oh, what was it? Clearly not as good as your joke answer. No, not. <laughs> um, all right. It was, okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll, I'll keep that up. Uh, and my real answer is the game by Boaterhead. Of course it is. No, okay. because of course it is. Because of course it is. It was that or the Undertaker's theme song, but I feel like I'd have to walk really, Duh. really slow to get to the mound or to get to the bat. Uh, 
Imagine if you were a full, like you were a bullpen arm coming out of the bullpen to the Undertaker theme, and the stadium just kills the lights and just like one light shining on you as you walk. Yeah. Anything? Any? Oh, here's another question by Heath. Another very, very important question. It's in- incredibly serious and obvious, uh, obsessively necessary. With all of this hockey and rugby talk, what other current non-division, uh, non-division one sport should USF add to its scholarship billing? Esports, handball, luge, <laughs> handball. Do we have to pick from those three? No, you can pick from okay. any sport or non-sport that ever exists. I wrote it as an example earlier. It's not my answer. Uh, uh, collegiate sockum boppers. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, curling. Curling would be cool. Curling, always curling. That would be fun. I mean, I mean those. Those uh, that men's team at the last, they're, they're the yep. true heroes. Just guys, the guys dudes. with dad bod going to win the gold medal. And I need, they're I need all, all. phrasing from curling in my life. I just love watching curling, and you know, half Canadian, so yay. Yeah. <laughs> you mean a? Did you say yeah, a? You make the same you decide. <laughs> You See, Phil, so it's funny. So Phil's Canadian. Tyler's half Canadian. No, I am not. Yeah, Phil's all the way Canadian. Yeah. I am not. Your Canadian. family is then. My entire family is from New York. I thought they were from Buffalo. Yeah, that's in Canada. Yeah, that's that's Canada. Buffalo, New York, York Canada. That's... Yeah, Buffalo, yeah. New York, Canada. Yeah, that's Southern Canada, Phil. Yeah. Come on, guys. Stop using. Stop using. I, I mean, I have confirmation from people who live there. Yeah, it's Canada. Yeah. One, one serious and one joke. Uh, serious. I think they should add. Uh, I think they should add beach volleyball. I think there's no reason why a um, a Florida school should be able to uh, sponsor that. I think, uh, especially because it's a relatively quick growing sport, and you know, we already have a volleyball team. We have plenty of fans, so. Why not? You just want to see girls in bikinis. Um, <laughs> uh, no comment. Right. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, also, all jokes, all jokes aside, though, it is a relatively quick growing sport, and it is a good way, if you're looking at it from a, a business perspective, to offset uh, scholarships in Title IX football. Um, and then joke. No, I was gonna say handball, but now I really want to see a USF curling. Team. Oh, Tyler sold you on curling. That's not a joke. I want a curling team. Yeah, curling's I'll legit. Enroll, Phil, I'll enroll back at school, and I'll be right. a part of the same. Team. I would get a master's just to be on that team. I'm in. You heard it here first, folks. The USF curling team will be just the Bullseye Podcast cast. Yes. Let's All right, Chapelfield, you're up. Well, you need to move back here for that. Add a scholarship support, man. I think we should add hockey. It, you know, with the success of the Tampa Light, Tampa Bay Lightning, I think we should do it. Even like right now, there aren't that many teams in the South, but I did see recently that UGA, the Bulldogs, they were thinking of adding a on-campus ice rink. So there's, we kind of play a lot of those SEC teams in like as like D three. If some of them are thinking of moving up, that might be something we need to think about too. I don't think you'll see. A, I don't think you'll see a, an ice rink before a, 
a football stadium. <laughs> but well, here maybe the, what we should do is kind of like how the corral for volleyball is in the is like a part of the Yingling Center. Just make the ice rink like built into the side of the football stadium. Problem solved. Do them both at once. Can you put ice? I wonder if you can do what a lot of the NBA stadiums do and put the ice in the on the basically on top of the basketball court. I mean, you could. And that huh. takes quite a bit of funding. Yeah, the the thing is, you need is the ice keeping it cool. Um, my answer uh, is is more of a more of uh, it's not really a joke. I think esports is has uh, climbed to the ranks of uh, we should have teams and they should be on scholarship uh, in college. I don't know. I think other schools are starting to get on that bandwagon, um, but I think USF should definitely get ahead of the curve here. Uh, I know there's a huge, huge Super Smash Brothers community at USF. Um, we, like we like Fortnite. We like Fortnite. We 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 can have our clubs team. League is another huge one too. Yeah, so like I think I think if you're gonna have one esport, you gotta have all the esports. Um, but I know for a fact that there's a big uh, Smash community only because uh, Marcus, who is one of my roommates in in college, uh, was like I think he said at one point he was like the number one Oreo in in Florida. I don't know I, what that means, but. Uh, he should definitely be uh, on scholarship if that's the case. I do um, think with Fortnite kind of falling away now, I think it is kind of back to being like League, Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, CS maybe. Oh yeah, CSGO. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen a school with Rocket League, but Rocket League is kind of a thing. I know that like the NBA but, has, um, they have their own professional esports NBA teams. Yeah, for, but I've never 2K. seen schools. Is what right. I'm trying well, to think I'm of. saying is, if the NBA is is funding this, maybe the NCAA has a reason to get in on it for for sports games. Bring back NCAA. Bring back yeah. NCAA, please. Bring or don't and let the value of my copy go really, really high. <laughs> no, but definitely How bring about it back. get fucked? Yeah. Um, it says $70 <laughs> now. Um, You've got indie companies working on games like that Doug Flutie one that came out. It's getting better every year. It's still kind of yeah, I think great at this point, but they're getting better every single I year. I think it's coming. I think we're going to get a, a mainline NCAA game pretty soon. With all the new rules and stuff, it just has to be like, I don't know. I think it's gonna be. I think we're like one or two years away from it becoming a thing. Juan um, asked, and this is the final question. So after this, we'll sign off. Juan asked, if you were a dog, what dog would you be, and why? Uh, I'm gonna make Shepherd. it. I'm gonna make it difficult for everybody. Um, not Tyler, because he already kind of answered. But <laughs> can't say you can't say Pippa or a corgi. Damn it. Australian <laughs> Shepherd. Oh, fine. Oh, yeah? Why do you want to be an Aussie? Because they're insane. <laughs> yep, that's, yep, that's Tyler. They're just Tyler's fun. insane. Yep. Alright. I love Aussies. Um, Had one in our office for a while. 
great, great dog. Super hyper. Wore a lightning jersey. Yep. Um, Phil. I'm going to go with a boxer. Why? Because they're handsome dogs. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that it. alone. I would love it. Ha- handsome dogs and have a lot of energy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carl. Probably a greyhound because I like to run. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I got. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be, uh, I don't know. I'd probably be like a shih tzu because I just want to lay down all day and, you know, get back ropes. I mean, by that logic, I would want to just be a cat. Are you an annoying yappy? I mean, what? <laughs> I've had two shih tzus and neither of them were yappy. Oh, okay. They don't make any noise and they're really good with kids and they're hypoallergenic. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, you better. Javelfield, what kind of dog are you and why? Oh, man. I'm trying to think of what kind of dog my neighbor has. Because he's just, he's like a big dog, but he's just super chill. And I don't know what it is. So maybe I'll just be like a golden retriever or something. I, I, I really say golden's don't know. are super chill. Golden, super chill, very loyal, good dogs. I yeah. like They just shed too much for me. Yeah, they're hard workers, though. Um, all right, so those are the questions, and that about wraps it up here for the uh for this episode of uh, the bullseye uh you can catch us everywhere that podcasts can be found from Apple music to Spotify and everything in between um check out Jafield on Twitter uh at Jafield five and also definitely go ahead and join r slash go bulls on reddit um the link will be in the description. For the show um that's about it so long go bulls go bulls go bulls, go bulls. you're just not gonna say it, carl go bulls.